Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Welcome back. It's great to see you. What's it like to be back here? It's kind of surreal. It really is, you know, but it's really a neat feeling. I mean, and I tell, you know, my wife's still in Chapel Hill with my youngest daughter, who's a senior this year. And so, you know, and I call her and talk at night. It's like, hey, do you remember so-and-so? I met them. They were here, you know. You remember so-and-so, you know, and uh, from going to church on Sunday and people walking up and saying, hey, you remember we, we were in your supper club, you know, we were in supper club together. We I mean, it's just been so many really neat memories as as we come back. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. And then to see what this university has done. I mean, and, and there was nothing on this river, you know, except the Farrell Center, and they were just built the baseball stadium back then. And there was nothing else over here. You know, and I can remember, you know, Coach Reedy talking about dreams of building a stadium over here on the river. You know, we didn't know if that ever would happen. And, uh, you know, but now as you look, I mean, the facilities are world-class, I mean, and uh, they're all right here on campus, which is is tremendous. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us. That is Larry Fedora in the open, back for for a second round with Baylor football. And, man, is it great to have him back. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris uh, sheltered in in the front study of our home here in Hewitt. Q in the studio. And uh, actually, uh, Q tomorrow, uh, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to come and uh, do the show in the studio. We've got something else to tape uh, after that. So I'll be there, and we can talk face-to-face tomorrow morning. How about that? J-Mo's going to make an appearance in studio. Look out. I'm going to have to make sure we have some donuts in hand. We're going to have to get some uh, some coffee and some drinks and everything. And be a, it's going to be a celebration to see J-Mo tomorrow. Yeah. Now, what's what's the dress code? I've been gone for a while. Uh, is my dress code right now going to fit? Oh, your dress code will be fine. Nobody's worried about it. It's going to be okay. Uh, we're we're kind of slumming it around here anyway, so you're good. I got shorts and tennis shoes and uh, and a gray hoodie and a cap on. You think that'll fly? I think that'll be okay. I mean, that would work for me. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that's, that was right up my alley, so I think you're good. I got you. All right, good deal. Well, uh, that'll be tomorrow. I'll see you in the 9 a.m. in the studio uh, coming up tomorrow. Yeah, it's great to have uh, Larry Fedora back, part of Dave Aranda's football staff. That uh, uh, clip that we played there in the open was back from February. And, Q, you were there, weren't you, when we did the uh, interviews with all the assistant coaches? Yeah, that was a lot of fun just kind of yeah. getting to know those guys. So, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a great event that Baylor put on. 
It really was a great idea by Taylor Bryan and Baylor Athletic Communications. Uh, basically, we took one room, the XTO room there at the Simpson Center, and spread all the new assistant coaches around at different tables and then uh, let the media in and said, go get them, <laughs> sick them. <laughs> and, uh, and we had interviews and got to meet and talk to all the assistant coaches, uh, everybody that's new here with Dave Aranda's staff uh, in Larry's case, Larry returning, Joe Wickline uh, returning, to the Baylor staff, and then of course the two uh, the two holdovers, Sean Bell and Joey McGuire. So really cool back in February when we got a chance to talk to them. And to be honest, you know it was my first time to uh, to meet a lot of those guys. You know I hadn't even met them before um, because they all hit the ground running, came in, and uh, then we're into recruiting, and then finally had uh, a breather. You know to do that. So it was it was fun deal to get to uh, visit with all those guys. No, it really is, and that's something that uh, Taylor's been doing a really good job of over the past few years really is getting us, uh, obviously, uh, communication and getting us in touch with uh, the head coach, but also the assistant coaches and kind of getting us the, the ability to, to get to know these guys. And so that, that's, I think that goes a long way. And so that was a great idea that they had. And, and I enjoyed uh, you know, talking to each and every one of those coaches. Yeah, Larry Fedora, it was fun when he was here before. He was here 91 to uh, 96, I think it was. And uh, and then left and was a head coach at Southern Miss. Then was a head coach at North Carolina. Uh, when he was let go at North Carolina a year ago, he spent last season as basically I, I don't know what the official title was, but basically a, a, an analyst, a volunteer assistant, whatever the title was, uh, with Tom Herman at the University of Texas. And uh, so that's where he was last year. I mean, he was still getting paid on his contract from North Carolina, so he spent last year doing that. But uh, uh, went a, a long time without seeing Larry uh, until the uh, Russell Athletic Bowl at the end of the 2015 season where right. Baylor played North Carolina. And uh, I think it was the day before the game they had a, a final media opportunity with, all, with both head coaches uh, in 2015. And uh, so we had a chance to talk to Larry and his wife, Christy, there at that press conference, but hadn't seen him in years. But it's funny, you kind of walk up and he looks up at you and big smile, you know, <laughs> so it, it's nice. It's really great to have him back on the Baylor staff. Yeah, and it's really cool for him as well just to be able to, you know, rejoin the, the Baylor staff and kind of go somewhere and, and be the, the offensive coordinator, but at the same time somewhere where he's already familiar, even though the facilities yeah. have changed since the last time he was here. And obviously, he's, you know, he's working with Coach Aranda now and, and others on the staff. But again, he has that familiarity with Baylor, so that's kind of nice for him as well. And and I would think uh, he's going to be given the you know the reins of the offense. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Coach Aranda, his background is defense, and you know he's a head coach, so he's in a different role now. But I would think he'll lean really heavily on Larry to run the offense. I really think so as well, and that's why uh, these coaches that are on the staff that have a lot of experience as well in the in the coaching you know in the coaching industry. I mean that that's very important moving forward for Baylor, and so I think it does allow Coach Aranda to to focus in on what he specializes in. Which which is the defensive side of the ball, and just kind of let Larry Fedora do his thing. Yeah, that would be great. Tell you, uh, somebody who kept up with Larry through the years from his time when he was here and then the entire time he was gone and now he's back is uh, is Sammy Citrano with George's. Uh, Sammy was always uh, coming up to me and said, talk to Larry today, talk to Larry. <laughs> <laughs> or when he was over in Destin, I saw Larry. <laughs> so I, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Sammy uh, kept up with uh, Coach Fedora all those years, even when he was gone, and it really is great to have him back. And Joe Wickline also 
also was uh, here at Baylor about that same time. And uh, Coach Wickline has been around, man. He has been to a lot of places, and uh, he's got a lot of experience, and it's great to have him back as the offensive line coach. Yeah, no, it is. And, again, a lot more experience again, and that's something that, right. the, you know, the coaching staff is going to really need, and I think that that really, really helps out Coach Aranda in a major way. All right, so uh, so that was fun to uh, to uh, pull that out of the files with Larry Fedora and hear from him. Here's what we have coming up in the hour. Uh, we're going to visit with Taylor Ellis from Baylor Softball. Taylor is a Midway High School product, uh, a senior at Baylor, and as such, in a spring sport, uh, she and the other, uh, not just seniors, but everybody on the team were granted an extra year of eligibility. And Taylor said, uh, I think her words were, heck yeah, I'm coming <laughs> back. <laughs> so she will be back for another senior year. She'll be back uh, on the Baylor squad, and we'll talk to her about that decision, about this team about having uh, this season end so abruptly but uh, Q you do PA there at the softball games and uh, you know Taylor you've seen her for the last few years and uh, it's great when you can uh, you know have those seniors like her and uh, Gia Radoni um, who else Goose McGlon uh, yeah. is coming back now also and uh, it's great that they have that opportunity to come back yeah no doubt about that and, and Taylor is a fun player uh, to watch she has a lot of energy out there I mean she has a passion for the game you can see it plays multiple positions so that's going to help out with coach Moore and the in the staff next year uh, playing catcher position and also playing shortstop as well uh, but she just has a love for the game so when you see her out there and you know even if uh, you know maybe she hits a long fly ball but she knows she just missed it you'll ju- you can see it on her on, on her body you know just the body language you could tell that oh I just missed it you know and so I I always enjoy watching Taylor out there play so it's going to be nice to see her come back for another year. Yeah, I agree with you completely. She's got a great uh, passion for the game. She plays with a lot of energy and uh, really big part of the Baylor team. So we'll visit with Taylor Ellis. That'll be fun coming up in just a few minutes. All right, let's take a break. Uh, We're off and running on this Tuesday morning. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Uh, Brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Hey, they've got a new way of doing business just like uh, a lot of people do during this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, Best way is to give them a call or send them an email. Let them know you're coming. You can still go and look over the boats that that they have, and uh, somebody will meet you outside. They'll do it all very safely. Uh, You can also do a virtual visit if you would like with them, uh, just give them a call at 254-662-0676, or uh, you can contact them. Uh, the website is marinelandwacoyamaha.com. But uh, make contact, let them know you're coming, or let them know you want a tour of certain things. And uh, by by doing that, they'll take care of the rest. They'll set it up. They'll meet you outdoors. They can handle all the paperwork remotely. Then they'll deliver it to you, whatever you purchase from Marineland Boating Center. So very safe, and they'll make that uh, easy process for you. Check them out. They've been making memories since 1983. Marineland Boating Center on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com. We're also brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright, and by D'Amore Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 
It's the return of the Baylor Coaches Show in a different format this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us this Wednesday at 6. We are from Baylor softball head coach Glenn Moore and track and field head coach Todd Harper. We can't get together at Rudy's, but we can hear from Coach Moore and Coach Harper this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. on the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need the strongest immune system we can build. A healthy diet supported by the right vitamins and nutritional supplements may help enhance your immune system, specifically a comprehensive multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. When you use coupon code BOOST50 on coopercomplete.com, you'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's BOOST50 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping. Make Cooper Complete part of your daily vitamin regimen and boost that immune system. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday morning. You got me? I got you. All right. We uh, lost connection there right during, <laughs> right during the break. Uh, but back with you. Brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great to tell the uh, story of what's going on with uh, the Pioneer Boys. Pioneerboys.com is their website. That is John Embry and family. And uh, when I say family, it's a family-run business. Uh, for 43 years, they have uh, run Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Check it out. They have uh, everything you need, uh, like the name would uh, would let you know, uh, in those two areas. Uh, they would uh, have everything plus the expertise to guide you along the way. In business since 
I said 43 years. That's not right. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. That's what it is. Same ownership, family business, four generations. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron and structural pipe, all of that they have, plus the expertise to help you along the way. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe in Waco and in Bryan. In Waco, they're at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. And again, 24-7, open and available at PioneerBoys.com. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, back with us, John Morris and Q. And uh, Q, I noticed some basketball uh, notes moving around, uh, some transfers uh, that are happening. Uh, First one I noticed was uh, Jamal Biennemi has announced that he is leaving, transferring from the University of Oklahoma, and then headed to Oklahoma is uh, Mo Gibson. Do you remember Mo played at uh, University High School? Yeah, yeah, University. Me and Steven were talking about that yesterday. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think, what did he go to North Texas before? He was at North Texas playing for Grant McCasland up there, and he is transferring to Oklahoma. So, uh, and, and, and he's a sophomore, so he's got two years of eligibility. He hopes to get a waiver and play this year. Uh, that's not a done deal yet, but uh, even if he has to sit, he'll have two years there. But apparently had some choices, some options, uh, SMU, Auburn, Arkansas, Creighton, and Oklahoma, and he uh, decided to transfer to Oklahoma. So I don't know any more about the situation than that, uh, but uh, seems like a, a nice uh, get for Oklahoma and maybe a tough loss for North Texas to lose him. No doubt about that because uh, University had some really good uh, basketball teams. And uh, so, yeah, I can imagine a, a player like him going from uh, North Texas to, to Oklahoma. That's a big get for Oklahoma. And who else? Devon Dotson, uh, the guard for the University of right. Kansas. He is uh, leaving early to uh, dip his toe into the uh, NBA waters. Not a real surprise there. I, I think most folks thought among uh, Big 12 players who might leave early, uh, Devon Dotson would be on that short list. Yeah, of course. I mean, when you're one of those guys that go to Kansas, usually you're kind of on that short list anyway. I mean, they just <laughs> they usually have those guys that do leave early, but uh, he is one of the better players. And, you know, uh, I was talking about this yesterday. It's so hard to kind of navigate the waters of the NBA draft just because it's it's you know it's only two rounds you know and so you really have to kind of play your cards right to see if you're gonna if you're gonna get drafted or if it makes more sense to come back and like I said in in, in his uh, case it makes a lot of sense for him to go ahead and make that move. Yeah, you know a lot of times you better make sure you know you better <laughs> right. you better get, be getting a good read from uh, your advisors whoever that is because you're right it's only two rounds and uh, it's not a lot of. A lot of players uh, to go around in a draft for the NBA. No, it's really not. And even even if you're drafted in the second round, the chances of you really making the the roster and ma- even making an impact are, are very slim. You know, I mean, it's a tough it's a tough out. You know, in the second yeah. round in the NFL, great. <laughs> this yeah. is a, this is a great player. But in the second round of the NBA draft, it's like, yeah, maybe they'll. Maybe you'll make the roster, and so it's just it's really really tough and unfortunate because there's a lot of really good players that that are drafted in the second round. There's just not enough room for them. I know, I know. That's it. 
So Devon Dotson leaving uh, University of Kansas early. One other note that I noticed uh, really got my attention. It's not a Big 12 school, but it's Wichita State. We played them uh, fairly recently. And they have, Q, have you seen this? They have seven players that have put their name in the transfer portal. Wow. Seven. Man, I did not see that. I did see the overwhelming number of of players in general from D1 basketball that are in the transfer portal. And that was a huge number as, as well. But I didn't know that seven alone just came from Wichita State. That's a lot. Yeah, something something's going on there. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to speculate. Right. Greg Marshall is the head coach, but uh, something's going on there. When you got seven guys on your team that won out, you right? Know, basically, won out for whatever reason. Uh, something's going on there. That's a starting five and two off the bench. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a lot. I mean, let's put that in perspective. I mean, that's a lot of players from a basketball team. Yeah, so I was really surprised when I saw that. So some basketball uh, comings and goings there. Uh, And we had the promo that ran uh, uh, last break. Uh, Remember, we've got our Baylor Coaches Show uh, relaunching this week, not at Rudy's. Uh, go to Rudy's and get something to go, but <laughs> we're not going to be at Rudy's. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do this, this remotely and with the coaches remotely. But this week, uh, on our first show, it's Wednesday night, 6 to 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll have Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, and then Todd Harbor, Baylor's track and field coach. So, uh, the relaunch of our Baylor coaches show, and we'll have that for the next six weeks, and it will air on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Wednesday days at six so hopefully you can catch that uh right here on espn central texas i got a great idea jmo you can go right. to you can go yep. to rudy's go pick yep. up some barbecue for the family and then you yep. can go home and and sit around and turn on the radio and listen to it and it's almost like you're there and oh, you know great. it's a good idea and then it's dinner time anyway so why not just kill two birds with one stone that is perfect. That's perfect. Now, the only thing you need to add to that is get a little spray-on Rudy's barbecue smell. So you spray it on your clothing <laughs> like you've actually been there at Rudy's, you know? Yes. <laughs> and and then that makes the uh, the event complete. That would be perfect. You are absolutely right. You know what? It's so funny. There is never a time you could say that, I, oh, no, I wasn't at Rudy's. Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. Because that is right. a very distinct smell. You absolutely know that you've been at Rudy's. And, yeah, just talking about that right now is making me hungry. So, yeah. Oh, it's not a bad smell. We're not no, saying that. not at it's all. It's a good smell, but it's very distinct to Rudy's. And when we do the show there, uh, when I come home, yes, Terry knows that I've been to Rudy's. <laughs> <laughs> Even the lunches that I have there with Doug Furch and, uh, and Rob Ingram, when they go back to the office, they say everybody in the office knows where they had lunch. Exactly right. That's the, I think that's <laughs> the one place in town where you absolutely could tell by the smell or whoever walks in and say, yep, you've been at Rudy's. Oh, yeah, I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll catch up and visit with Taylor Ellis, a senior for Baylor softball. She says she's coming back for another senior year. We'll talk to her about all of that when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning, brought to you as always by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. <laughs> It's the return of the Baylor Coaches Show in a different format this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us this Wednesday at 6. We are from Baylor softball head coach Glenn Moore and track and field head coach Todd Harbor. We can't get together at Rudy's, but we can hear from Coach Moore and Coach Harbor this Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. on the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This one hit well. Left side is going to drop in for a base hit. That'll score Taylor Ellis, an RBI single for Madison Keller. She does her job, and that will bring the tying run to the plate in Aaliyah Pritchett. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Dan Ingham with the call. This was a year in which we started uh, a broadcast, uh, broadcasting every softball game over the air on the uh, radio. Unfortunately, it was only a 24-game schedule season that was uh, completed before uh, everything halted due to the threat of the coronavirus. 19-5 and was Baylor's record, though, through those 24 games. Great start to the season. And we welcome in Baylor senior Taylor Ellis, who joins us this morning. And, Taylor, appreciate your time. How are you? I'm doing great, John. Thanks so much for having me today. You bet. It's great to hear your voice. Great to catch up with you. How? Uh, what are you doing to, to fill your time these days? Well, you know, I have two dogs, so I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> working with them some and spending some time with them. They're really confused on why I'm home and uh, spending a lot, a lot, a lot of family time. Uh, as you know, my family is very large, and so there's lots of mouths to feed, and that's been really fun. And uh, getting to be with my siblings this time of year, which is pretty rare, uh, this is a really busy time of the year for me usually, so that's something pretty new. But just uh, staying busy with school, family, uh, things like that, and trying to keep on top of training, too, for next year. Very good. Were you set to graduate in May, or did you already have your undergrad degree? Uh, I already have my undergrad degree. Okay. I'm yeah, in the sport management program now at Baylor, uh, working gotcha. towards earning my master's in May 2021. Great, very good. And, yeah. and how is that going? Taking the classes and and you know being disciplined enough to do your work remotely. Right, right. I think that's the biggest part is the discipline. And luckily, luckily being a student athlete, you know we have that, and uh, that's something that you know um, translate over into the um, into our schoolwork. And you know, really blessed to have professors at Baylor that really care about us and help us stay on top of our on top of our work and it's been fine you know it, you know it's you know it is what it is obviously i'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to be back on campus but you know this is what we have and we're making the best of it yeah i guess different people maybe do it different ways but but how do you do that do you have like a schedule uh every day that you, that you adhere to or does it vary from day to day you know, or how do you make it work um uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty lucky. I only have class on Tuesday and Thursday oh, okay. to begin with, and so uh, I had a good schedule for this spring going. And uh, uh, but no, we just kind of um, have our assignments, and when you get to, or, you know, they have due dates, so you just complete it by sure. then. But uh, most of the time, we don't have a scheduled set class time, but um, we do have some 
like I have some debates and some things like that that you have to do virtually. So we, we hop on what's called Zoom or Microsoft Teams, um, and that's how we've been meeting with our classes uh, virtually over our laptops. Now, you say that uh, something called Zoom, like I don't know what Zoom is. Is that what you're inferring? <laughs> oh, I'm, I know you know. Huh? huh? Well, I do now. Man, Maybe a month ago I wouldn't have. <laughs> but now <laughs> I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm becoming, uh, you know, pretty fluent in Zoom, so I'm kind of proud of that. I guess everybody Yeah, is. yeah. No, I was talking to the viewers. They, they oh, I got it. Yeah, nice save. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Ellis is with us uh, from Baylor Softball, and uh, Q is in the studio. Taylor, it's always a, a pleasure to watch you play. I was telling J-Mo earlier that you just play with that, that passion and that fire no matter what you're doing. Where does that come from? Where does that inner burn come from you? First off, what's going on, Q? It's good to, good to hear your voice. Uh uh, I would say the passion comes from just my love for the game. Uh, I've been playing this game since since I can remember. Uh, started with my dad. Um, he's really the one that that taught me softball. He played baseball growing up, and you know, my my dad just always you know wanted me to play and give it everything I had every single game, and uh, that's something that both of my parents really instilled in me. Um, you know, they wanted me to have opportunities that they didn't have, and um, they just have really instilled that in me, and I take that with me every game. What did it feel like when you realized that, you know what, you're going to get an opportunity to do this again, to run it back one more time? They're going to grant you another year of eligibility. Oh, my gosh. Uh, man, the days I – knew, I knew when the decision was coming, so it was like pain the whole time waiting for it, <laughs> you know, like come on, just get, just let me know one way or the other, you know. Uh, so it was just – almost unbearable waiting for it. Uh, but once, you know, once we got it, I was so relieved. Uh, I can't, I can't even describe the feeling that, that it gave probably all the seniors, you know, that are coming back and just a chance to do it again. You know, I, I think we all feel like we had something special going and something that could really turn into something uh, big. And I think it was probably one of the best years that, that I've been at Baylor, at least, uh, and I think we could have gone really far with the team we had. So it's, it was exciting to learn that we're going to have that all back and uh, have a lot of similar faces around next year and adding even more. And so, you know, it was, it was great. Did you immediately get on the phone and start uh, recruiting and saying, Goose, Gia, we can do it. We can do it again. Let's yes. get back. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I think that was a little bit of all of us, you know, like, come on, let's, you know, who gets this opportunity again? Uh and, you know, I just was telling my girls, like, whatever decision y'all make, I support y'all. I want y'all to make the decision that's best for you. Uh, we, we have a tight-knit relationship, all four, all four of us, me, Gia, Nikki, and Goose. And uh, we're just winners. Uh, we want to win. And I knew that uh, they would make the decision that's best for them. And uh, I know how much this means to them, and I know how much it means for them to go out on their on their own terms. So, uh, never any doubt. <laughs> so for you, that was an easy decision when you when you knew that this was a possibility. It was sign me up. I'm coming back. Oh yeah, uh, we actually had a conversation the day we got sent home. I think it was the day we got sent home from Florida. I think it was that night. Uh, Coach Moore texted me and said, you know, if if you get this, you're back. You know, will you do it again? Which I'm sure he did to all the all the seniors. And I said, absolutely. And the first thing he yeah. brought up was county fair. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, he said, would you, would you be willing to do it again? I said, I'd be willing to do anything to, to put my uniform on one more time. Uh, there's nothing like that feeling of getting it taken away. And I, I just, I really can't describe that moment even more so than realizing I had it back. But uh, I just remember being in the airport, very upset. Uh, all of us were really, especially the seniors. Sure. Uh, my teammates just embracing all of us. And just that was a special moment. Too, you know, as heartbreaking as it was, it was awesome to see my team come together like that and uh, be there for us. Now, Coach Moore might not like me saying this, but I think y'all coming back as seniors, I think you've got some leverage there with the county fair. <laughs> we, have, have, we can you exert do. that leverage and he, and at all? He can joke and say that uh, that I, you know, whatever he wants to say, but he's the one that brought it up. So wow. I didn't even say anything about county fair. He he brought it up so. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to keep him to that one. I heard that he uh, he sent a text message on April Fool's Day and said that no county fairs that you guys are coming back. And then he yeah. said, "Just kidding, it's April Fools." <laughs> it was evil, evil. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" But yeah, yeah, that was that was not a good one. A lot of girls were fooled on that one. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, you got to tell our listeners. Uh, some people have probably heard us talk about it, but kind of explain from a player's perspective what the county fair is. Basically, it's one week of growing workouts. Uh, you know, it's kind of right when we get back. So we have our – as soon as we get back, we have our testing. So that's our shuttle and our mile and a half. And that's like later in the week. That's usually on a Thursday and Friday. And then Monday, that next – that following Monday, we'll start county fair. And it's a week full of getting up. Uh, a. We have 6 a.m. every single day. It seems a lot earlier than that, though, when I say I say 6 a.m. It feels like 5. But uh, it's, a, it's, you know, we get that workout in right before class, then you go to class, and you just drain the whole rest of the day. And then by the time you get to Friday, it's just like, man, you can barely walk. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday are what we call field days. Um, we'll have stations set up all around the field. It'll be sleds, monkey rolls. Uh, stadiums, which is just running the bleachers, um, an ad station, a running station, a tire station, just like tons of stations, and everybody has to do each station at least once. If we don't do it, do it well enough, he'll call us back, and we'll do that one again, and we'll stay there till we finish. So <laughs> it's uh, and then Tuesday, Thursday are uh, called Miami's, and that's um, let's see. Two eight hundreds, four four hundreds, six two hundreds, eight one hundreds, like ten sixties and twelve forties, something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, County that's fair fun, is a great name for You it. know that you know those are days that really that really build your team though. Yeah. Uh, sure. They're character days uh, is what you know what most people would call them, and it just it builds your team and makes you see how far you can go. What's your limit? Uh, and it really kind of, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's, uh, it definitely builds the team. You know, you got to band together and every person's got to cross that line and, uh, it's special for sure. So as much as we, as much as we dog on it, 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 uh, it does wonders for our team <laughs> in the long run.
Taylor, in the original schedule, y'all would have been uh, you played would have played at Tech this past weekend. You would have been hosting. Uh, no, it's on the road at uh, Stephen F. Austin. Would have been tonight home against UTSA tomorrow night. Do you do you keep track of the schedule and where you might have been, or do you just put that out of your mind? Definitely the conference series. Uh, we're looking forward to the Tech one for sure. Uh, Really, all of them were looking to get revenge this year, and that was our that was our whole deal this year was, you know, make them remember who Baylor is. Uh, you know, we didn't leave; um, we're still here, and uh, so definitely conference games, uh, conference championship, first week of June will be on my mind, I'm sure, uh, and uh, that's what we train for all year. So, yeah, definitely, definitely been thinking about those games and wishing we could be out there, but. Excited to do it again. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and we're ready to take it and run with it. You guys were a really good team. I mean, really, really good team. Like J-Mo said, 19-5 and in the games that you were able to play. But what made this team so special and made it look like you guys came together pretty quickly? Right. I think just our ability to adapt uh, and and grow and mesh together was really what was special. Um, teams that I've been on in the past at Baylor, like, we we had it, but we just couldn't fit it together quite right um and this team was able to do that really quickly uh we had some girls step up uh some younger girls step up and uh really mature uh Leah Pritchett is one that comes to my mind Emily Hot. Mm-hmm. they filled roles uh and uh special special players right there uh many others that I'm not naming but those two uh come to my mind and they really they really have filled spots and matured so yeah, Taylor, I, think, uh, I think the difference the difference is just the chemistry and our ability to adapt to whatever whatever lineup card was put out there, you know, we were just ready to go. Uh there was no one griping about, well, why am I not here or why am I not there? And uh everybody just had one goal and we hated we hated losing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was that was what was the most special about our team, is that we just hated losing. More than anything else. Well, you had a fun season going. Sorry you couldn't see it to its completion. Glad you're going to be back next year. Final question, uh, you know, if I, if I introduce you, do I say Baylor senior catcher? Do I say Baylor senior <laughs> shortstop? I mean, obviously you've played both and played both really well. In what, in which one of those spots do you most closely associate yourself? Uh, the one that I'm – uh, that says on the lineup card. Whatever you're in the you lineup know? card. <laughs> Good I, answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. my, my alter ego, you know. Yeah. It's whichever one, you know, I have a, I have an alter ego at catcher. So, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, just whichever one I'm put at uh, is the one I want to play that day. And I kind of leave that up to the coaches and whatever they want to do. And, you know, I really enjoy both. Uh, they're totally, totally different. Uh, yeah. You would think with them being infield, there's some similarities, and there is. But you know, it's just it's just awesome to get to see the game from two different spots, uh, and that's really fun to fun to explore, fun to you know catcher. I'm able to lead a little more, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shortstop, you know, you're you're infield. You know, your your middle infield is really special. Like I have a good bond with Nikki Dawson and. Um, so that's always fun is playing by her because she's very talented uh, and picking her brain and seeing what we can do in the middle infield. And so they both have um, very special place in my heart. I'd say I'm going to 
I pretty much caught majority of the games this year. I'd say it's probably going to be at least a split next year, uh, more evenly. Okay. Uh, I don't know, really. I have no idea where I'll be. So I'll be just as surprised as you are next spring <laughs> when the lineup comes out. Well, glad you'll be in that lineup, mm-hmm. and uh, congratulations on getting that extra year back. That's really cool. I'm glad it worked out that way, and it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for your time this morning. Awesome. Thank you all so much. Thank you. All right. Be safe, uh, and we'll talk to you down the road. Taylor Ellis with us, Baylor senior catcher slash shortstop uh, slash uh, uh, coronavirus senior. She have another <laughs> year coming up. So, Q, that's good. She, so she and uh, Gia uh, Radoni are coming back. Nikki Dawson is coming back. And Goose McGlon, I think, just uh, told the team and told the coaches yesterday that she's coming back. And you'll have Goose on with you later today. Yes, yes. She just told the team that she'll, she's returning, and uh, that's a big return right there that's a big get for uh, coach Moore and yeah she'll be on at one thirty this afternoon on un- unnecessary roughness with myself and uh, Ward Whites and talking all about it and I'll tell you J-Mo this this team is always fun to talk to it really doesn't matter if you're talking Gia Taylor Goose I mean any of the players on the team the coaching staff they're always just fun to talk to and and I feel like you learned a little bit more and you just I mean that was a great conversation I think we had about what 20 minutes right there with Taylor yeah, that was a great yeah. conversation yeah, she's great to visit with and uh, really, really glad that they have that option to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad NCAA made the right move there and certainly Baylor made the right move. And, you know, they're, and, and give Baylor credit too and Baylor Athletics for uh, allowing this to happen because there's some schools like uh, Wisconsin. Have you seen what Wisconsin's doing? Uh, yeah, they, I heard that they said that that's an overreaction and that they're not going to do that. That they're what? That they're, they're not, not going to allow them to come back. Yeah, they're not going to allow them to come back. Yeah, they say that yeah. that was overreaction. That was <laughs> uh, that was pretty uh, pretty mean. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and, and and it is up to each school. I mean, each school has to make it work, right? Uh, financially and otherwise. But uh, Baylor, you know, it was no question. Yes, if you want to come back, we're going to make it work under the rules that the NCA has put in place. But uh, so that's really cool that they have that option and uh, they have selected uh, elected to come back next year. Yeah, no, it, it really is. I look forward to seeing this team again. I mean, 19 and five, they were off to a heck of a yeah. start. They had picked up some really big wins along the way. And, uh, you know, unfortunately they weren't able to see the, the whole uh, season throughout, but uh, man, with uh, Gia coming back again and what she's able to do from the pitching circle. And then of course, Taylor behind the plate or at shortstop or wherever. And also, you know, when she's at bat and, and goose, that's another big bat. And, you combine that with Aaliyah, who was starting to really come into her own as a freshman. I mean, they have a lot of nice pieces on that team. Yeah, very much so. So great to visit with her. Thanks to Taylor Ellis for being on with us. Thanks to Krista Pirtle for uh, setting that up. We appreciate that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll look ahead. We'll have some uh, birthdays to share with you. Uh, also want to mention this. Uh, got a nice uh, email yesterday after the show from Beth Tobin. A lot of you folks know Beth in the area. And we had mentioned yesterday about Blanick's doing some uh, uh, to-go meals that they'll package and you can pick up from them. Blanick's, uh dot com Blanick's Custom Catering. The Baylor Club is doing the same thing. In fact, we're going to pick up an order from the Baylor Club this afternoon and have that for dinner tonight. But she says, uh, Beth says, hey, I thought you would like to know that uh, Bestie Yet Catering is doing these prepackaged meals themselves. Uh, she says they have done some for their law school events, making meals and providing free delivery as well. So, Beth, thank you for that. We're glad to pass that along. There's a lot of folks, a lot 
lot of businesses that are doing the same thing, but uh, Bestie Yet Catering is uh, doing the same thing now, so glad to pass that along to you. Let's see, uh, Vicki Parker is the name. Phone number there is uh, 254-753-8469, so uh, keep that in mind as you look for meals, prepackaged to go, uh, or it sounds like free delivery as well. BestieYet.com, B-E-S-T-Y-E-T-T. Dot com is the website. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show with Q here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the return of the Baylor Coaches Show in a different format this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everybody. This is John Morris inviting you to join us this Wednesday at 6. We are from Baylor. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. Brent McMurphy from the Stadium Network joined the Matt Mosley Show on Monday afternoon to talk all things college football, including the four options he's hearing as to when the season could get started. There's basically four options. We come back as scheduled August 29th. The season starts as scheduled. I don't think there's any way that happens. The next option would be start in October, play a conference-only schedule of eight or nine games. Another option would be start the season in October or November and play a 12-game season. And then the final option, which not that it's the best option, but I think this is the one that's going to happen, is we start in late January or February and we play a 12-game season in the spring. For the complete interview, go to our website, SentexSportsFan.com. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. Do appreciate you being with us today. Uh, thanks to Q in the studio. Thanks to Taylor Ellis for being on with us from Baylor Softball. And thanks to Krista Pertle from Athletic Communications for lining things up for us uh, for the interview with uh, Taylor Ellis. Q, uh, you mentioned uh, you've got Goose McGlawn coming up uh, between 12 and 3. What else do you have coming up today? Well, uh, we're going to kick things off at 12.30 talking Cowboys with Patrick Walker from uh, CBS Sports. Uh, he does a really good job covering the Cowboys, so we'll we'll get uh, get down to it since it's uh, getting close to the draft now. We're getting closer and closer and closer, and you'll, you'll be happy to know I finally canceled my flight to Vegas. So You did. <laughs> I, I finally did it. Actually, I'm not going to lie i didn't do it the, the more the wife did it this morning because she yeah. said you know what forget it this is taking too long you're never gonna do it give me the information and i'll do it so she took care of it like five minutes so yeah it's oh, finally it's finally official i'm not going to vegas for the draft <laughs> that's really funny but you never could make yourself do it she I, did it yeah she did it I, I never was able to do it i kept putting it off and saying all right i'll do it today i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it i'll, I'll do it this you're weekend right. and i just never got around to it so <laughs> she said you know what it's t- i'm tired of this foolishness so she just went ahead and uh got it done for me so that's good there you well, go I'm sorry it's not good but uh, <laughs> well i mean it is it, it's, yeah. it's you know it's the best case scenario it's just it had to be done it's better than actually getting the email from uh southwest saying hey you missed your flight and now you're uh you know you're like red flag for being a one of those guys that doesn't show up or is that a no is show. not good right no exactly so you don't <laughs> want that so that finally is taken care of but uh yeah we'll talk all things cowboys at 12 30 like you mentioned goose mcglon will join us at uh, 1 30 then we'll talk to uh tim watkins from bears illustrated.com at two o'clock talking all things Baylor Bears and 
I will have, and I don't know who it is yet, but this is kind of how I do things. I'll have a Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, beat writer at 2.30 to, to make the 14th pick in the, in the mock draft that we're doing, the ESPN Central Texas mock draft. Uh, I really got to get on this horse and start getting a lot of these <laughs> knocked out because, uh, yeah, the draft is next week, like I mentioned already. So I got to uh, hammer them uh, as much as possible. But, uh, yeah, we'll have someone from Tampa Bay uh, covering the Buccaneers at 2.30 as well. So we got a pretty loaded show like we always do. Very cool. There you go. Matt Mosley uh, follows three to six this afternoon. Matt and Stephen Simcox, and they're going to have Odell James on this afternoon. So that'll be fun to reminisce and uh, find out what's going on now with uh, Odell and his great family. So that a part of the Matt Mosley show this afternoon. Was uh, let me, was I'm he, I'm sorry, was he, uh, Matt, I think, was saying on our group text that he was one of the most highly recruited uh, he was. Baylor. Yeah, and obviously that was before my uh, my Baylor history time, right. so uh, I was kind of intrigued by that, but he Never, he never uh, elaborated on that conversation. <laughs> no, he absolutely was. And the final decision, if I remember it right, came between Baylor and Nebraska, and he chose Baylor. And it was a big, big coup for Baylor to get him at that point. Uh, just a highly, highly recruited uh, uh, student athlete, you know, out of uh, the Houston area. So that, okay. was, that was big when Baylor got Odell James. Nice. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to be tuned in. I mean, yeah. I always am. But uh, kind of like to know, know the little bit of backstory. And Matt left me hanging. I mean, we talk about teases. He <laughs> left me hanging and never did return to it. So <laughs> He did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's it. So find out more and hear from Odell James this afternoon on the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, let's see, some birthdays to mention to you today. Today is Jonathan Berry's birthday. Jonathan uh, works with us in uh, facilities and operations. And so, so Q, uh, you know there's some guys that you just know you can call to get stuff done. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you have faith in them. Yep. Jonathan Berry's one of those guys. Nice, nice. Yep. That's, that's one of the guys I need to have on my team. <laughs> yep, yep. He is one of those yes. guys. And I would say – you know, really in that area, that whole area is like that. Henry Howard, and there's Jonathan Berry, there's Hoot Jonigan, there's Drew Pittman, all those guys in that area. I would, and I don't mean to leave anybody out, but they are just really good at what they do. And JB is one of those. If I have a, a need in that area, I call any of them, and man, they get it done. So, nice, nice. Happy birthday to JB today. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, oh, Coach Messer's birthday is today. Satya Messer, nice from Baylor women's basketball. Happy birthday to Coach Messer. Uh, have you heard the story about uh, her uh, taking swimming lessons last summer? You know what? I or maybe I, two summers ago. I did hear about that, but it wasn't in great detail, but it, w- it was briefly in passing. I did hear that conversation. I want to say maybe you were talking about it. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, yeah, probably it was me. But I've told the story before, but Coach Mulkey found out that uh, Satya Messer and Daphne Mitchell didn't know how to swim. And, and Coach Mulkey has this real um, concern for people who don't know how to swim just for their own safety. And so she said, if I, if I lined up swim lessons for you, would you do it? And you can do it at my pool, at Kim's pool. And they said, sure. I mean, they're not going to tell Coach Mulkey no <laughs> right. on that. So they lined up swim lessons. And, and, in fact, my daughter, Megan, is the one who uh, taught the swim lessons and she did swim lessons for Coach Messer and Coach Mitchell and uh, gave them the basics, you know, and then they took it from there. But it was really born out of Coach Mulkey 
just for their own safety, right. wanting them to know how to swim. That's funny. Yeah, I do remember you telling, I think you told the story on the show uh, when Chris Almond was here and uh, you guys were talking about it back and forth. And that's where that's when I heard it. And you know, the funny thing, to tell you the truth, JMO, I know how to swim under the water. Uh-huh. Like, I know how to, I'm really good under the water. But you get me trying to swim over the water, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just, I kind of look like I'm just flopping around. I mean, I'm not going to drown, but I just, I, I, I have issues. I, <laughs> I don't, hear you. I don't I know where you. they come come from but i have issues but under the water i'm good i'm solid but uh yeah when you when you're i don't know i guess it's called the breaststroke or whatever or, i don't know what it is but yeah. it, it's not good <laughs> yeah. but you're not you're not scared of the water right? no you no mean, you no feel kind of, if you fell in yeah you would be okay no i'd be okay i don't like the water and this is going to sound bad i don't like the water because i don't like the after result when i get out yeah. then i have to put a lot of lotion on because I get all ashy and everything and ashy is not a good look. I love that term ashy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you might. I don't. Yeah, I hear you. I'm just saying I love the term. I hear I you. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. All right. So happy birthday to coach Messer. Uh don't go swimming today unless it's indoors. It's uh, going to be chilly out there. Um Lou out who else? Oh, Sean Trocom's birthday is today, oh, nice. the athletic director at MCC. So Big birthday day. And, Sean, happy birthday to you. Uh, Jacob Puente's birthday is today. Jacob is at uh, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, was with us for uh, a long time in Baylor Athletics. So happy, happy birthday to Jacob. Uh, Beth Richards' birthday is today. <laughs> nice. Happy birthday to Beth. And let's see who else is on this list. Randy Osteen uh, was a former Baylor receiver. It's his birthday. Barbara Smith at First Woodway. It's her birthday today. And uh, and nationally, this always pops up on my list at least. Today is Pete Rose's birthday, 79 years old. Wow. Let that settle in. 79 wow. years old for Pete Rose today. Man. Ugh. That is, yeah. man, I, I can't imagine that. that. Yeah, that's sinking in still. 79, huh? Wow. I know. I know. Isn't he kind of frozen in time? Yes. When you think about Pete Rose, you Absolutely. can't really think of him as seventy nine. No, not at all. I, I just have one one look uh, and one uh, you know memory or not memory, but just vision of Charlie Hustle, and it's not a seventy nine year old Charlie Hustle. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. That is true. So there's some birthdays uh, to mention to us. Good group today. Really good group. Happy birthday to uh, everybody on there, and I hope you have a blessed day today. All right, we uh, enjoyed visiting with uh, Taylor Ellis uh, from Baylor Softball. Reminds you again that our Baylor Coaches Show on the air tomorrow night, Wednesday night, 6 to 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, our first guest uh, as we relaunch the Coaches Show will be Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, and Todd Harbor, Baylor's uh, track and field coach. So you'll enjoy hearing from them a little longer format uh we'll have a little longer time with them than we normally would you know in this uh one hour format so uh, so that'll be fun to visit with them the baylor coaches show each wednesday at 6 p.m for the next six weeks here on espn central texas remind you again not at rudy's so uh, go by rudy's get some food to go and uh, eat it at home or sitting out on your uh, uh back porch uh but we won't have the show live from rudy's nope so we've got that coming up uh, tomorrow night, 6 to 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Uh, Q and Ward and Stephen are back at noon, noon to 3 for Unnecessary Roughness. And then Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox from 3 to 6. And that is this afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. So, Q, have a great and safe day. Still a little chilly out there, but uh, enjoy the weather. And Lord willing, we'll talk again tomorrow at 9.
Yeah, we'll see you in studio. I'm, I'm excited. Come see you tomorrow at nine. <laughs> Jabo in studio. <laughs> gonna get be some a new balloons. Experience. I'm gonna get some balloons fun. and yeah. some lights for you. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'll see you then. Uh, appreciate everybody being with us. Thanks to Taylor Ellis for being on with us. Have a great day. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas.